You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. This is Sean Doyle, host of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, your daily podcast dedicated to the Toronto Blue Jays. I also cover Canada's team at the site I founded, jaysfromthecouch.com, and I host Jays from the Couch Radio. I'm also the co-author of the Jays from the Couch Guide to the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays, which you can find on Amazon. Whether it's television, radio, or in person, I'm always happy to talk Blue Jays, so hit me up on Twitter at DoyleJFTC. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast. I'm super excited to keep this this project going, the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, branching out the Locked On Network associated with FanRag Sports. Now, I'll be with you for the entire 2018 season as we look to bring you great audio content every single day. For episode 9 of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, we're going to take a look at Toronto Blue Jays' bullpen thus far in 2018. Now, other teams can boast a shutdown group of relievers. We've heard about it lots and lots and lots, but the Toronto Blue Jays may actually have a group that will surprise a lot of people this season. So to help me do that, I will bring in Stephen Brown, Jays from the Couch writer here in a moment. He'll help me break down the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen. Before we do, I'd like to take a minute to remind you. You can find all of the latest Locked On Blue Jays audio and written content at LockedOnBlueJays.com. Site's up and running, looks beautiful. And don't forget, we're on iTunes and Google Play. If you're an Apple user, head to the podcast section, search Locked on Blue Jays, click subscribe, give us a rate and review and all that stuff. If you're an Androider, Androider? Sure, that's a word. Head to Google Play, search Locked on Blue Jays, and click subscribe. It's just that easy. All right, let's get Locked on Blue Jays. So for episode 9 of the Locked on Blue Jays podcast, we're going to take a look at the bullpen. To help me do that, I brought in a reliever. Calling to the pen already. Downtown Stephen Brown, Jays from the Couch writer. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. It's been a pretty good um, Tuesday so far. Hopefully we can um, get some hot takes rolling. Excellent. The hottest of hot takes. People better watch their ears. All right. So, listen, we've heard all winter. The In particular, the New York Yankees have one of the best bullpens in all of baseball. And as much as it makes me sick to my stomach... They're kind of right, aren't they? I don't know. I'm I'm not too afraid of Dellen Betances. Um, we've touched him up in the past quite a bit. Um, Chapman, yeah, I'm afraid of. Um, Shreve, I think is his name, and Green. Those are two guys that they have that were really good. Um, they they do have a really good bullpen. I'm not gonna lie, but there's a couple of guys in there that I'm just not afraid of. Well, and so far this season, uh, Justin Smoke hit up David Robertson too for a grand slam, right? So they've they've shown weakness, but that's not going to continue, um, I don't think, anyway. And it's interesting because the Yankees will get all that attention for their bullpen, even though their rotation is ugh, rather iffy. But for the Toronto Blue Jays, they went about their business building their bullpen very quietly and cheaply. Let's add, right? So the offseason, they had John Axford, Tyler Clippard, and Sung Hwan Oh uh, for a total of, what, $2 million? Something ridiculously cheap, right? And yet, here we are 
heading into the 2018 season. We're 11 games in, and there's a really actually a good feeling around this bullpen. So before we get into specifics here, before the season even started, what were your thoughts about this bullpen? Was Did you think it was going to be a strength, or it would be a repeat of 2017 where we saw everybody and their dog pitch an inning of relief? Um, I was hoping that the additions that they brought in were going to stabilize that. I didn't expect much better results than we saw in 2017. But, hey, I mean, they pulled John Axford out of the middle of the woods. Um, they find Sengwon Oh um, from the Cardinals. And they bring in Tyler Clippard from the plethora of teams that he played for last season. And those three additions have been really, really solid so far for them. And so when you're looking at it, last season they went about building their bullpen. $3 million for Joe Smith, $3 million for J.P. Howell, who barely pitched for them at all. And then a bunch, like we're talking a bunch of minor leaguers rotating, revolving door. Uh, was the bullpen last year and so maybe there was a sense of let's just do the the spaghetti test right get a bunch of options throw them at the wall and whatever (laughs) sticks um, that's what we'll go with but early on in the spring I think the one that impressed me the most and it's difficult to to fault Songwano because it took him like forever to get a visa uh, to to play Mm -hmm. I mean like let's be honest I had an easier time getting a visa as a in my first year of university than he had a heart than he did getting his visa but regardless out of all of that group for me the one who really stood out was john axford hitting 97 looking like mid-season form uh in the spring in mid-spring and that kind of got me thinking wait a minute maybe they have something here maybe they're they're I don't know, not lightning in a bottle, because I don't want to call it that, because that's not accurate. But maybe they hit on a rather interesting and effective way of building their bullpen this year. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if this story, uh, if I'm remembering it correctly or not, but I believe John Axford was cut from the Athletics bullpen last year, and that's mm-hmm. that's saying a lot after um, a start. After an outing against Toronto, um, I got that pulled up here. That was his last um, outing in an A's jersey last year. But I, I think I remember the story correctly to where he bought a ticket to um, one of the games after he was cut. And he was just sitting in the outfield eating a hot dog and just kind of watching baseball from afar. And I think the overall sentiment um, from that story was just he just kind of quieted his mind and took a breather and I think now he's coming back this season. Um, like you pointed out, his velocity is up there. And he's been very, very effective so far for the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. So let's look at this group overall. Uh, let's dive into some numbers here. Because uh, you, yourself, uh, you're rather impressed. What is it about this group that has has you excited or has you impressed? I just think that there's not a weak link to this um, bullpen. I mean, everyone likes to point um, at Aaron Loop, but surprisingly, um, over his Blue Jays tenure, he's he hasn't been. Oh boy, I can't believe I'm saying this. He 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 hasn't been the worst guy that we've had um, out there coming out of the bullpen. Um, 
But I just think they work really well together, and especially um, with the new additions, they complement guys that we already have, like Ryan Tapera and Danny Barnes. I don't think enough people give Ryan Tapera credit or the respect that he deserves. Um, this 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 is a guy who's been good basically his entire time in Toronto, and people just like to dismiss him almost before last season. But he's really come into his own, and I think he could be one of the better 7th or 8th inning guys Mm -hmm. in the AL. I don't disagree about Ryan Tapera. In fact, there is one person who does give him the respect he deserves, and that's John Gibbons. Uh, Tapera has collected the most innings out of anybody in the bullpen so far uh, at 7 whole innings in 11 games. And I think this points to something for me that is unsettling at first uh, to start the season. In total, the amount of innings that the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen has been asked to pitch already. Roberto Osuna, in five games, he's five and a third. Tapera, seven innings. Tyler Clippard, five and two-thirds. Danny Barnes, five and a third. Sungwon, oh, five. John Axford, 4.1. And Aaron Loop, three and two-thirds innings. That's a lot of innings. If a, my math serves me, it's about 35 innings already in in where we are, 11 games, right? So we're, we're over three and a half innings per game. Now, sometimes that translates to more than three innings, but that's asking a lot every single day from your bullpen. Um, and that might explain something that... Ugh, if I if you look at the numbers, so in eleven games, they've given up seven. Let me see two four six seven. Nope, sorry, my bad. Let me do that again. Two four six seven ten eleven runs in eleven games. Mm-hmm. That to me is problematic. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I I think this is one of one of the things that. We're not going to agree on in this show, Sean, unfortunately. I think the bullpen um, has been really good. I don't think that they've been overworked. Um, the 36th and a third innings overall is sitting 15th in the league. It's definitely not anything compared to the to how much the Marlins are using their bullpen at 54 and two-third innings pitched so far. And I I think they've they've been really good. They've been up to the task. Um, besides opening day when they gave up three earned runs and four innings pitched against the Yankees, where it was basically the Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge show. Since uh, March 30th, they've had a 2.25 ERA and a 1.1 1.13 WHIP and 32 strikeouts in 32 innings pitched. I think this has been one of the strengths of the Blue Jays um, so far. And they've almost gotten back to their ways, so to speak, to what the 2016 team was, where they're relying on their starting pitching a lot. They're sitting third right now in the entire um, league with 61 and two-third innings pitched coming from their starting pitchers. Hmm. Listen, I'm glad we don't agree um, because it makes for a better show, I think, sometimes. But I, I worry if they're get, like and this is the danger of small sample size right like we have the most innings to to uh, anybody to work with is 7 from Tapera like Loop has 3 and 2 thirds innings now in those 3 and 2 thirds innings he's given up a total of 3 earned runs 7 hits 
and a walk. That kind of thing frightens me. Um, but as you said, it's not like they're using up the, the all of the, the playing time, so to speak, because the Marlins are clearly out in front of that. Um, but when you look at that short sample, that small sample, uh, it scares me when you look at 11 uh, earned runs. Um, but the strikeouts are piling up, which is something that's interesting. Do you know, since we're talking about statistics and all this stuff, and I don't know if you have the screen up in front of you, but do you know there are only two relievers to not give up a walk this season so far in 11 games? Yes, I do have the stats up in front of me. I got like three or four screens with my setup um, right now in my room. Um, but those two guys would be Danny Barnes mm-hmm. and Roberto Osuna. Mm-hmm. Right. And Danny Barnes, again, one of John Gibbons' guys, him and Ryan Tapera. Uh, Osuna's been like, we could, maybe we'll talk about Osuna here in a second, but to only have two guys out of seven who have not walked a batter in 11 games. Uh, that the 36 innings that's again that worries me a little bit now that doesn't mean that I'm like you know <laughs> waving the white flag and burning things down and, and you know sky is falling kind of stuff but I wonder if the bullpen could be better let's put it that way I'm not down on them I don't you know I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think they're terrible and a bunch of bums and all that stuff. And whatever people are saying about Aaron Loop, I've stopped listening to years ago because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't anymore. But I wonder if they could be better than they have been. Um. Well, the, the walks are certainly troubling because the Blue Jays do have an above-average defense in my mind, and you want to give them a chance to field the ball and get you out as a pitcher. Um, and they do have guys in the minor leagues. Um, sure, um, should a guy like um, Axford or O or um, Clippard um, not impress as we go into the season, um, like Luis Santos, uh, Carlos Ramirez, Tim Meza, who was recently recalled, with Kendris Morales going on the DL. So I think um, the biggest difference between this bullpen and last year's bullpen, where we saw a slew of guys come in, just everybody and their mother came out of the pen, basically, for the Toronto Blue Jays last season, um, is that we have some depth this year and some quality pieces to boot. Agreed. And that's something that I think will it'll be tested as the season goes on, but it's something that I think when we say, will they be better, I think they absolutely will for that reason. Um Let's you know what since we're talking about the bullpen, can we just have a little bit of a Roberto Osuna love in here? Uh, the guy is 23 years old. He's uh, sitting on 99 career saves and about to hit 100, and he's still just 23. Um, let's break down his start to the 2018 season. Okay, in five games, he has four saves over five and a third innings, just two hits given up. He struck out three. He has walked zero. Now he did. He has hit a batter, so like, eh, but we won't call that a walk. Um, and his ERA is a sparkling zero point zero 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 zero. So, WHIP zero point three seven five. Is it early? Because last year everybody was complaining about the blown saves for Roberto Osuna, and we'll end and end this episode on this point. Is it too early to say Roberto Osuna is back? 
I don't think he ever left. I mean, the Thank blown you. saves last year were not a concern. I I would chalk up the blown saves um, the same way I would pitcher wins and losses almost. Roberto Osuna last year in 2017 had a whip under one. Hmm. Um, he had a strikeout per nine, the highest of his career at 11.7. Listen, this, this, guy, this guy is the cream of the crop. I grew up watching... Um, the likes of B.J. Ryan coming out of the pen um, and Brian Tallett and all those lovely names that we just like to forget about. I love Roberto Osuna. He never left, mm-hmm. and he's just showing, he's just silencing all the haters like Marcus Stroman mm-hmm. um, would say. So the reason, and I totally 100% agree with you, the reason I say is he back is because I think last year he got away from using that fastball. Um, Kind of like, you know, in the previous episode when we talked about Randall Grichuk doing what he's good at, uh, Roberto Osuna seemed to have gotten away from that uh, last season. But I think now you're seeing the, you know what, the shift in mentality saying, listen, this is what I'm good at and I'm going to do it. And so far he's doing it. Well, last season, didn't he have um, a, um, a girl or a boy last last year? Oh, you mean a little child? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I see, Stephen. When you're my age, you kind of stop <laughs> paying attention. To, <laughs> yeah, so, I, I'm I'm not sure if it was a boy or a girl, but he did become a father. So now he has dad strength, and that fastball velocity is back, and he's got that confidence. And he's just going to come out of the bullpen, and we're not going to panic about anything. Actually, you know what? You're right. He did have a little girl. Uh, and he was dealing with some some anxiety and stuff like that, too, which kudos for him for coming out and just saying, yep, I'm dealing with it, and it's no big deal. Get over it. Um, he's gotten over it, and it seems to be uh, that this season could be rather special for a 23-year-old who already has 99 saves under his belt. Um, so... Anyway, speaking of under the belt, episode, what are we at here? Episode 9 of the Locked on Blue Jays podcast is under our belt. Stephen, thank you for joining me. Let everybody know how they can follow you and all that stuff. Um, I'm on Twitter at DTSB underscore 98. That stands for Downtown Stephen Brown with the hottest takes all the time, no matter where I am and what's going on. Um, I'm also hoping to write a little bit more for jaysfromthecouch.com um, after school um, it finishes up at the end of April. Uh, but, but that's about it. You can also find me on your local diamond um, wrecking all of your beer leagues. Oh, that's a bold statement right there. <laughs> but little do you know, my beer league's already wrecked. So. <laughs> 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 anyway, all right. Make sure you head on over for all our listeners. Head on over to LockedOnBlueJays.com. Uh, get all of our written and audio content there. We're on iTunes and Google Play. Just search Locked On Blue Jays Podcast. Click subscribe and all that stuff. For all of us, this is Sean Doyle. I'm on Twitter at DoyleJFTC. Hoping life gives you a juicy fastball down the middle and you don't miss it. Take care. <laughs>